Praise the Lord. You know, this week and uh, last week, we've been hearing a lot, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways and pray, that I will hear from heaven and heal their land. And it is a scripture that it's really good to quote right now. You know, quoting scripture is one of the best things you can do each day in your personal life to stay encouraged and stay in close, close contact with the Lord. And if you can't remember it, look it up and read it and say it over again through the day. But I want to point out something to you that in Chronicles where it says that, um, let me tell you exactly where that is, Chronicles 7.14. If you'll look right before that in verse 13, here's what he says, basically paraphrasing. He says, if there is pestilence in your land, if there's famine in your land, if there's disease in your land, if you find this terrible crisis in your land, then it goes and says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will heal their land. So he's talking to us, his people. I am thankful today to say that I am one of God's people. I'm a child of the King. How about you? Amen. Well, we don't have to worry, although it is a worrisome time. In James chapter 5, it says that the prayer of faith will save the sick. And we've been seeing a lot of stories already coming out of this, of a miraculous touch from God. I've shared one on my Facebook page if you want to go watch it. A man that gave his testimony and he said, I was struggling for every breath. It was like someone was sitting on my chest and I could not breathe. And he said, I prayed to the Lord and all of a sudden in the middle of the night, he said, it was like God breathed his breath into my lungs and immediately I could breathe again. It was just instantaneous. And he was giving all the praise to Jesus Christ and I love I love to give the praise to Jesus Christ, don't you? We have an awesome God. He is the only God. In 1 John, if you'll turn with me to 1 John uh, chapter 1, verse 8. I'm not one of those preachers that's going to tell you that uh, this disease is from God. I'm not going to do that. In fact, I'm going to tell you this. Evil and terrible things come from the devil. And the God that we serve is the one that tries to fix those things and fights with the devil. And one day he's going to throw the devil and his angels into hell. We serve a God that is the only creator. There is no other. And he is the one that takes bad things and turns them into good things. And today... We're seeing a big spiritual... I'm seeing some things on social media that I, I really never thought I would see. I'm seeing people that are just so panicky that they're lashing out at Christians and they're lashing out at prayer warriors. But I'll tell you right now, I stand up here not because I'm some great person or because I've done anything fantastic. I stand up here because Jesus did a fantastic thing for me. He saved me because I was a sinner and I had no hope without Him. I am a sinner saved by grace. 
But I no longer identify as a sinner. I identify as a child of God that's been forgiven. How about you? The Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, verse 8, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. You see, everybody does things wrong if we're honest with ourselves. We all do things wrong, but the Lord washes our sins away. He says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And this morning, preaching up here on the second floor balcony at Union Valley Church, looking out over a parking lot full of people that want to serve Jesus or you wouldn't be here, I want to just say... There's a lot of people right now that are full of questions. The uh, one thing fear does, it produces questions. And we start thinking about things and, and thinking about the future and thinking about eternity. And real quickly, I've got three questions that I think is on a lot of people's minds right now. And that is, who am I? What is my purpose? And why am I here? And I think that I can't answer those questions for you, but I can tell you this. Moses asked the same questions. All the way back, Moses asked the very same questions. So don't be hard on yourself for asking God questions. Don't feel bad about asking God why. Don't feel bad about asking God what's my purpose, you know, because that's what he wants us to do. You, you remember the verse we started with? If my people will turn from the wicked ways and seek my face. When you seek in the face of God, it means you're asking questions. You're asking God questions. And you want to know answers. And this is what God likes. Don't ever think that that is a, a sign of doubt or anything. God wants you to ask him why, who, when, where, what. He loves for you to depend on Him for the answers. Would you say that with me? Jesus loves for us to depend on Him for the answers. One more time. Jesus loves for us to depend on Him for the answers. Do you believe that? Let me hear you if you believe that. Amen. So, who am I? Well, I'm just a man. Grew up right here in Oklahoma, just like you. Raising my kids right here at this church. Several of them are here. Several of my grandkids are here. We're just people. We're going to die someday. That's who I am. But when God saved my soul, when God washed my sins away, when I was born again, I became His child and that's the answer to the question today all over the country and all over the world people are really struggling with their identity that's a one of the oldest tricks that's one of the oldest tricks in the book that satan pulls is getting us to question our identity all the way to the garden of eden you know what he did to adam and eve he tried to convince them that god intended for them to be somebody else than they really were and that, that he, he did. Think about it. He said, if you eat of this tree the good of, uh, knowledge of good and evil, then you will become like God. 
So the first thing he did was try to get people confused on who they're supposed to be. Adam and Eve were not supposed to become like God. Adam and Eve were supposed to serve God. You see, when they died, they could go live with God. They could live forever. But the devil tried to trick them about who they were. But we know who we are in Jesus Christ. I remember the day that I got saved, don't you? Way back, the day that you received Christ as your Savior. The other question, why am I here? Not only who am I and what am I, but why am I here? Why would somebody leave their home and drive and park in a parking lot to listen to some preacher up on the balcony preaching about Jesus? The only hope we have and all the hope we need is Jesus Christ and He is with us. You have something to share. You really do. And, you know, I believe with all my heart that, you, that if you're praying with people right now through this time, you're making a big impact on their lives. There's people that need your prayer. One of the greatest things you can do is to ask people, how can I pray for you? I had a couple that were planning to be here today. They were planning to put on the mask and gloves and help uh, deliver meals, but I got a text right before uh, church that said we can't be there because we both have respiratory infections this morning. We're hearing things like that all the time, but here's my prayer. Lord, please intervene in this crisis. Help stop this virus so the whole world will know that Jesus Christ is Lord. Would you pray that with me? Would you pray that with me? Lord, please intervene in this crisis. Stop this virus so the whole world will know that Jesus Christ is Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm encouraged today not only because I know He's washed my sins away, not only because I know He wants to answer all my questions, not only because I know that He is God no matter what the world says, I'm encouraged today because I know where I'm going. If I draw my last breath, if I drew my last breath in the next few days or weeks or months or years, I know where I'm going. If I lay my head on my pillow tonight, and don't wake up tomorrow, I know I'll be in heaven. How about you? Let me hear you if you know you're going to heaven. Amen. The Bible says that in that knowledge you can have a peace that passes all understanding.